Welcome one, welcome all to the Fresh Hype Podcast. I'm your host, Scars of War. I am joined by Playing Content and Spider Goon. Hello, everybody. My name is Margo Bar. Anyways, so it's been almost a full calendar year since our last episode, which is crazy to find out or believe, really. But we have come back together for a significant cause. We're going yes. to do a five-part series on Breaking Bad. Each episode will we'll go over each season. No, each individual will... episode. That's already been done. Yeah. Anyway, so it will go over the intro to that season. We give our thoughts on that intro, and then we talk about the season as a whole, like the characters and all that stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we will do not have one of our hosts is sadly not joined with us today for he has sadly passed seen... away. He... That no. is not what happened. He is <laughs> He's still on the alive. logo. That's in fact why we ended the show because it's passing. We know we decided now is yeah. the perfect time. Yeah. No, no, he's uh, well, he's he... on the logo for like a memoriam. Yeah, no, he has not seen the show, so he could not be here with us today. And so we killed him. So we killed him. Yeah, so we killed him. <laughs> no, we did not. Yes, we did. No, we did he not. Will be back. Glock 19, Gen he 4. Will, he will be back when we do a mini series talking about the Mario uh, games or whatever. <laughs> we will commit necromancy. We will, we will bring him <laughs> back from the depths of hell Which, just to talk guys, about Mario. We'll have the help of Maligula, guys. Oh my god. No one's going to are... get that. No one's going to get that. No one's going to get that. Exactly. <laughs> Cameron is just sitting in silence. I am mostly disappointed in silence. I know. All right. So before this, this turns into audience, an actual yeah. episode of Fresh Heights, we should <laughs> get serious and talk about the show. It's great to be back. Is it is so is swell. It, yes. Okay. Yeah, because I know what you've been begging me for like the, the past year to do the show again. Every day. Not every day, but we've made like, every singular day. Me too. We've made I've like slide jokes in. about it every now and then. Yes, not to say the audience is a joke, of course. <laughs> Cameron needs <laughs> all of you. Alrighty. So, without further ado, let's get into the intro of season one of Breaking Bad. Yes. Okay. So we all know the story. High school chemistry teacher Walter White, who takes a part-time job at the local car wash is diagnosed with lung cancer close to his 50th birthday. His family is not the richest, so he looks for other avenues. And while at a surprise party, the television shows a news story featuring his DEA brother-in-law, Hank Schrader. The story is on a drug bust they did, resulting in the confiscation of about 700 grand. This number greatly intrigues Walter, who asks if it was their biggest. They scoff it off as if it was no big thing to catch that much normally. Walter's life slowly spirals as he realizes he won't be able to pay for treatments. This, le this leads to a rage-induced breakdown at his car wash job, in which he is promptly fired, kind of quits, but it doesn't matter. He, tell he doesn't tell his wife, nonetheless. He decides to tank Hank up on our previous offer for a ride-along. It is here he watches a drug bust and sees a former student sneak out of a neighbor's building. This student is Jesse Pinkman a loud, ignorant rap music blasting hood rat. Walter finds where he is staying and asks if he is interested in cooking meth with him because he just got his partner locked up. Jesse, at first, 
scoffs this offer off, but with a little convincing due to Walter's background in chemistry, he begrudgingly accepts the partnership. Walter tells Jesse to purchase an RV that they will need to jumpstart their best cooking. He does so, and the first batch goes alright. Only thing is, they need a seller. Jesse has a connection. The connection's name is Crazy Eight. And while speaking to him with the sample, it is revealed that Crazy Eight's cousin, Emilio, the only cook caught in the previous drug bust, made bail. Together, both Crazy Eight and Emilio press Jesse on where he got the sample. We then cut to Walter getting ready to go back in on the cook when Jesse, Crazy Eight, and Emilio pull up. Crazy Eight tries to get Walter to cook for him, but he rejects with a kind of a sales pitch. And after some encouragement, I guess, Walter barters with them, both of them unharmed, and he'll show them how he cooks. And while he's distracting them, he uses his background in chemistry to basically gas them inside the RV. With both of them supposedly dead, he tries to leave, but a fire breaks out. He tries to fight it, but is largely unsuccessful. He puts a gas mask on himself and the unconscious Jesse Pinkman and drives away. Walter gets on the side of the road, thinking they're in the clear until he hears sirens. He tries to kill himself, but it is unsuccessful. He thinks it's because there's no bullets, but it's because the safety is on. And while still holding this gun, he's fully prepared to have a last stand with the police right then and there, until he sees it's just the fire department going to the side of the supposed wildfire. Walter was in the clear, for now. And that's the intro. It was... Bad. Fantastic pilot. I really do Absolutely think it's beautiful. one of the better intros of a show. Because it introduces yeah. so many characters and many of them, like, uh, it sets up greatly for what's to come. Especially with Crazy 8 and Emilio being gassed inside of the RV. All of them are kind of on edge wondering if they're both dead or if they're both alive. Or if they're both dead, they have to deal with the fact that they just killed two people. It's off the like set. Walter has already killed two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposed, yeah. supposed. Well, yeah. Well, he eventually kills the other one. I guess spoilers. <laughs> Doesn't, um, dude. <laughs> this is where we talk about spoilers. <laughs> it's completely fine uh, to spoil the story here. Uh, yeah. He, uh, a fantastic pilot. Great intro to the uh, love relationship between Walt and Jesse. The romance that we all say what? Love. Yeah. Yeah, the homoerotica. Sure. Yep, that's that's what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. No. No? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Breaking bad, but like he's breaking down. Breaking, breaking down what? I don't, I, you know, he's like, you know, he's gay, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what it's an allusion to, right? Yeah. Did, did I miss... Did I watch the wrong version? <laughs> you may have. <laughs> a breaking, uh, breaking glad. <laughs> can't well, think of any like. Porno I can hear the anger names. coming out of Cameron's yeah, voice I can't, right I can't now. think of any porno names like parodies. I'm sorry. Well, anyways, what I want to talk about real quick is in season one in general, Walter's kind of change right because at the very beginning he's more reserved and you know kind of like doesn't want to get into a fight but i think it's either in that first episode or in like a the few episodes to come he 
almost almost entirely starts to become a whole new person because whenever he's at the clothing store with Walter Jr. and Skyler, people make fun of uh, Walter Jr. because he has cerebral palsy and needs to walk around on crutches. Well, Walter walks back in and severely hurts the guy that in that hurt that insulted his son. And then also whenever uh, he felt he was wronged by a man at a gas station with a very expensive car, he blew up his car. <laughs> so it's, yeah. Yeah. It definitely Great. shows like to almost, I guess, an extreme that he goes to almost. Yes. Breaking Bad XXX. Sorry. I, I've, yeah, um, yeah, he... he <laughs> In fact, you have to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that was, there's no parody name. They just like add the, the X. It's disappointing. Um, yeah, what he said. Sorry, I was, I was looking it up at the time. <laughs> I was looking it up on on Bing, and I, I, you know, it's just the normal stuff. On Bing. Yeah. Let's not talk if about I wasn't that. so sleep deprived, I'd be hitting my head on a desk <laughs> right now. Yeah, you really do see how far Walter will go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, also, and it's in this uh, season, especially in what? It'd be the. I think it's the what? The seventh episode? Seventh like near, episode? It's, it's something, yeah, something near the end. Where we get introduced to Tuco and the whole Heisenberg persona is born. Which yeah, is well it's it's the first you kinda get a taste of it is when he like well when he beats up those people at the uh the the, the, the store, right? Yes. Uh but like also I feel like the first real taste is when he like blows up that rich dude's car. Yeah. Uh I think that's the first like real taste of him before you know the whole this isn't meth thing. Yeah. So Especially, which I thought was crazy, is that it, even in season five, whenever there's drawings of "quote unquote" Heisenberg, they all use the same design as what was shown in the season one. Even th- even though Walter yep. has moved on in life, like he's like he looks very different now. He's got the goatee going on, especially near the end and all that stuff. They still used the image of where he just had the kind of mustache going on. You think there's like a reason for that? I mean, so while the legend of Heisenberg is like, especially world renowned, only a few people actually know what he looks like besides that one thing. So I feel like it was a lot cooler whenever he would go out in public as Heisenberg, quote unquote, but yeah. he wouldn't look exactly like, like him. That's why a lot of people, mm-hmm. did, especially what I thought in the Say My Name scene, why they didn't immediately think he was Heisenberg. Yeah, you're jumping a little head there. But, um, yeah. Uh, Jaden, you're adding nothing to the conversation so far. So I'm not really good at analytical stuff like you guys are. Yeah, we're really good at it so far. As you so can. why are you so here good. then? Shut the f- yeah, why are you here, huh? <sighs> well, no. okay. No, no, no. <laughs> there we go. That's what I thought. Anyways, <laughs> so back to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought. Mm-hmm. It's not going too well right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, just, yeah, okay. 
I was about to tell you to pat it out by talking about the, the color theory of the show while we get Jaden back, but uh, I mean, we could definitely talk about the color theory of the show. Do you want to? Uh, do we want to talk about like the story more? I mean, you can uh, go like, ahead and do that. I, I, really, I don't care. I, I don't know. It's hard to. Uh, I really should have probably rewatched the show before we did this or rewatch an episode. I did not. I just looked up their Wikipedia summaries. <laughs> Um, yeah. but yeah, the first episode, if we just want to talk more about that, I think it is so visually really good. And the fact that you like start with his, his pants, like flying in the like air, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. how it starts? Yeah. And then like, then you get the van rolling in. I think it's such a good opening, uh, before you then flashback. I think it's a, a really good way to open it. And you have the whole Negro Royal Lane type, you know, thing. Yeah. Um, I think it, it was a really good way to just like hook people in. Yeah, with definitely. a pantless with a pantless men and two 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 dead guys in the back of a van. Yeah, yeah, it really. And especially it. like whenever it doesn't, you know, kind of have like a total beginning. I guess you'd say, because mm-hmm. what? Um, I think it it sometimes happens, and it sometimes isn't done that well. But especially in Breaking Bad, it was done amazingly. So yeah. Like, it doesn't have an original, like, not, I guess, original. It doesn't have a, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like a normal, I guess. Yeah, normal type of intro where, like, it kind of, yeah. like, starts with, like, I guess it would be his birthday and then they talk and then they see all that stuff and goes on. No, it's kind of in the middle. You don't know what's happening. And you're like, whoa, 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 how did we get to this point? And then get there yeah yeah the creators yeah. really pride themselves in the teasers that they have at the beginning of every episode mm-hmm. which is what they call it i believe where you know at the beginning of the episode you get things that you're not even like sometimes it's like a flash forward other times you don't even know why it's there like in one of the episodes in a later season where it's just like the tarantula and the boy picking it up and you don't know why that's the teaser uh and then and, uh, yeah then you realize later yeah it's the the kid that gets shot uh <laughs> Uh, it is it's genuinely amazing what i remember for all of like season one and season two there was i couldn't for the life of me understand what the pink bear was about oh yeah, yeah. the pink bear i didn't like understand pool. it at all i was like what well, i mean is like did the house blow up or something and that was one of like the baby's toys or something i, d- I didn't understand a single thing of it but then whenever it actually came up like what a season or two later and we actually seen what happened it was yeah it was so cool it wasn't a season later was it not because what we see it in like early season two to like kind of late season two as well as whenever we kind of get it here if i remember correctly everything started Uh back then and then all that stuff that i will get into Next time, <laughs> yes, season we're not in season two yet. Yeah, we're not in season two yet, so I'm not gonna Stop speak too much ahead. on Come it. On yeah, now. I'm not gonna speak too much on it. I do want to say something really interesting about season one is that it doesn't feel like a complete season, mm-hmm. like it doesn't have like a uh, like a finale to see. Like it's the, the Tuco killing a dude is the finale, mm-hmm. and it does really feel like the first like two or three episodes of season two is the real finale of season one, you know, definitely where, like they, they where Tuco is killed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which of course there's a reason for that because there was a writer strike going on at the time, and they were originally supposed to get nine episodes, but it was cut back to seven. That's crazy. Which 
really help the show in the long run. But yeah, it's just it's, it's interesting how season one just kind of ends like that, mm-hmm. and you don't. There's no like big, you know, people getting shot in a house by a minigun strapped to a, the back of a truck. Yeah. <gasps> Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh my god, no! You know, there's no explosion. There's no. Uh, kind of similar to I think season three's finale in a way with what happens there. Yeah. You know, a lot of loose ends. Definitely. Um, if y'all are cool with it, I would like to get into the color theory. Color theory. Go ahead. Color theory. Yeah, so yes. the color wheel of the show, n- most clothing items represent something. They're like, that's what I love about the show too, is that everything in a way is planned. Yeah. And it's so cool how they do that. So there's, uh, what? There is only 12 colors really that. Mm-hmm really stand out besides most other ones. But most colors uh let's start with green. Green, the symbolism in that is greed, money, growth, and envy. And that's what like Walter wears. Exactly. So Walter would wear nothing but a green cooking apron and white underwear on that first cook because yes. he was thinking about nothing but the money. At that time, like, oh, I'm going to get 700 plus grand. It's going to help my family, like all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. Holly White is named after the evergreen Holly plant. So which is another thing, which is like, oh, like he's doing this for her to have a good education and stuff like that. Um, In season one, Skylar paints Holly's bedroom a dark green. Uh. And that's really most of the season one things on green. Yeah. But it's definitely a reoccurring color in Walter's wardrobe more than anything. It dabbles a little bit into Skylar's, but not for season one. No, because in season one, she's not yes. motivated by greed. She's, uh, Which is exactly what, is- what I will tell you about right now. Hey! Yeah. Hey, transition yeah so the color blue (laughs) which is which is worn largely by skylar white it represents loyalty power this this all really goes back to 1920s russia when great scholar uh, nothing (laughs) (laughs) capitalism <laughs> just you left bro discombobulated. You didn't know, like, yeah, no idea how to respond it was to like that. The 1920s, <laughs> no, no, you know how every video essay, like they're always like, uh, you know, it's a oh. video essay about freaking Gravity Falls, and they'll be like, in in 1932, there was a man by the name of Ronald John, and he Reagan, you know, oh. Ronald Reagan started the AIDS pandemic. You know, and it's how it leads to. I don't know, a character's hair being brown in the show, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely something that does happen in a lot of those, yeah. Yeah, not saying that the the color theory of Breaking Bad is BS. I think a lot of it is purposeful. Yeah. So, um, the symbolism in blue is loyalty, power, magic, and like, as in like the magic of chemistry that 
uh, is expressed more so later on in the show. It's sadness, purity, water, sky, and the coldness. And the examples is uh, Walter White's signature formula produces blue crystals. Yeah. And he's a Jedi. No. I don't think that's what he's getting at. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Anyways, Walter and Skyler both wear a dark blue for the birthday party for Elliot Schwartz at like their birthday party. So it, it, I'll get into more things about that party later because I really like how they did that party. But mm-hmm. those two are definitely, they feel overdressed. They're both wearing the same color. They they try to mimic power, I guess, because they see all these rich people as powerful human beings. Cap- and then I will, yeah, kind of capitalism, but I will definitely talk more about that whenever it gets to... Oh, not- Society, not capitalism. That's society. 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 I mean, it kind of both intertwined because the rich people. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah, so I wanted, I will definitely come back to the whole party point in a minute. Yeah. And you're talking about like, by party, you mean like when Walt and Skylar go to his, like, yes, go to his friend. Yes, go to his best friend at Gray Matters party. Yes. And um, Walter, not Walter Skylar. Wears blue while sitting with Walter at his like chemotherapy sessions, which yeah. shows like her loyalty and like her purity and all that really just all that stuff to Walter. Mm-hmm. Like she really wants to see him like pull through. But as we know later on, it's not what's going to happen at all, really. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one is um, the. Co- oh, yeah. go ahead. No, I was, I thought you were done, but yeah, keep going. Okay. I mean, I'm done with blue, so if you're going to say something, I'm going ahead. Done with blue. Well, I just want to say, earlier you said how, like, uh, planned out the show is. Mm-hmm. And how that's really good. But, like, I don't think the show was planned out. I think they just knew their characters really well. Because, I mean, the creators even said, like, you know, Jesse Pinkman, he was going to die in season one, right? Mm-hmm. They did not have any... <clears throat> Gustavo was not going to be a villain. They did not... They knew that where the characters were going to end up. Like, they knew Walter was going to break bad. They knew Skylar was going to eventually become his helper. They knew certain things, and they knew the characters really well, but they did not, like, it wasn't super planned out. They kind of went with the wind and kind of where the story brought them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say, I think that's something really unique. Uh, you know, they didn't... Very like a, 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 like a Rocky with JoJo, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of just going with the wind. Yeah. That's crazy. Just how, I know. I was just about to say. Uh, I think that's a little funny. In, how he he's like kind of like slid that one off in there. There was no reason for that. <laughs> that was, it's a little funny. <laughs> you deserve the death penalty. Kill him now. <laughs> Anyways, on to the next color. Yellow which is mainly worn by Jesse Pinkman in season one, most of all. Uh, Gustavo Fring and a bunch of other people. Crazy Eight. I, mostly that we'll be talking about this one is Jesse and Crazy Eight. And the symbolism in that is methamphetamine, which is actually, funny enough, yellow is the normal color of methamphetamine. Really? Yes. That was like white. No, no. It's like oh. you... 
I'm not speaking from experience, of course. He's speaking from experience. Oh, he's smoked So, uh, after, like, whenever all, all is said and done in that process, it's n- most of the time, it's never white, pure white. It's more so got, like, a yellowish kind of hue to it and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, symbolizes that. Optimism, pleasure, caution. Yes. Nope. Pleasure, caution. Addiction? Cowardice, fear, pseudo thoughtness, uh, the pain and suffering that results from meth and kind of the meth business, um, unhappiness, paranoia. It's kind of a lot. Like yellow is definitely a lot of things. Yeah, fear a is the main thing I think of with yellow, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, especially yeah. like addiction. Addiction is also something. Yes, and like uh, I think pain that, that from death and all that stuff. So, Which fits Jesse and Tuco both really well. Yes. So Walter wears a yellow shirt when he confronts those teenagers who are making fun of his son in the clothing store. Yeah, I remember that. And Good job. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> the color of the bag that Walter was going to suffocate Crazy 8 with is yellow. Whenever they yeah. found out that he was alive. Um, the color... Wait, oh. The, yeah, the color that Walter wears, uh, it's a pale yellow shirt when he kills Crazy 8, who is wearing a yellow fleece jacket. Yellow? It's a whole bunch of yellow, guys. But yeah, so most of the stuff that is done in yellow is to show the pain and suffering that results from the meth business and all that stuff. Kind of caution and fear and all that stuff. And pseudo-toughness. Especially pseudo-toughness in a lot of the earlier episodes with Walter White. Like whenever, like like I said earlier, whenever he confronts the teenagers who are making fun of his son, that is definitely pseudo toughness, which is like him trying to. It's like it's like what he says later about the puffer fish. Toxic masculinity. Shut that up. is a big part of the show. Toxic it is. It explores that very much, but that's later. Like that's just type era that they explore that. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, hmm? What'd you say? Are you going to talk about purple next? No, I'm not done with yellow. <laughs> oh, it's more yellow. Ah. So, it's the color of pee. Walter pees, but it's partly red, <laughs> which represents death. The chemotherapy chemicals that Walter's Cancer Treatment yes. Center are yellow. Uh, Jesse wears a, like a lot in season one, which I thought was crazy. He wears a large yellow uh, hoodie. And especially yeah. uh, in the episode Crazy Handful of Nothing, he was wearing a large yellow coat when selling meth on the street. Walter wears a yellow shirt when he informs Skylar and the family that he's taking some time off from teaching to focus on his cancer treatment, which, I mean, that was kind of obvious he was working more on his meth. Um, and that's all it for season one, man. But yeah, definitely yellow is one of the more prominent colors of some of the starting of episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the show in general, yeah, it's a lot of yellow and green. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I mean, they're in the desert even, which is very yellow. Mexico is yeah, apparently super Mexico, yellow. Mexico, yeah, the filter over Mexico is yellow, which is like in the flashbacks. And, it's uh, not a filter, that's I mean, just you, how it looks. If you notice, <laughs> if you notice, each time they're in Mexico, it does have to do with the meth trade. Yes. So Racism. I feel like that may be... Have, that might have something to do with it, but I don't know if like I'm just reading too far into it. 
Well, I do know. I don't know the reason why they chose yellow, but I do know the history as to why there is a color tint over Mexico. Why? It's because they could. They only could film this the show in Albuquerque. Uh, that's the only place they could film it. They could not afford to go to Mexico or go to a different place and film it. So they had to make it. They had to make it clear to the audience that they were no longer in Albuquerque and were in Mexico. So they figured the best way to do that would be to make it look yellow. Wow. Yes. And so is it a lot like the flashbacks in Better Call Saul? Whenever everything goes black and white. Uh, those are flash, those are flash forwards. forwards. Shut up. Same thing. I haven't. And those seen are the those show. are very similar. Those are very similar thing. to where they represent the characters like mind. Everything is dark. Everything's sad for for Saul. So everything's black and white. It's gotcha. so as miserable his life is kind of. I think anyways. Mm-hmm. Also because black and white is cool. It is. So the next it's very nice. The yeah. next color that we're going to talk about is brown. Yummy. Which is, Sorry, what? <laughs> oh, like, are you serious, my brother? Anyways, so the symbolism brother? in brown is it represents the earth, humility, stability, and strength. So, strength? yes, strength. So, uh, the, there's only two instances of it. There's only two main examples, I guess, of it in season one. It's Hank was wearing a brown shirt in the first scene when he's bragging about life in the DEA and showing off his gun to Walter Jr. It's like it's kind of like his show of bravado, his show of strength, really. His that, toxic masculinity. It is. Bringing it back. Anyways, and then in the fourth episode, Jesse's brother wears brown while they interact when Jesse Brinkley uh, lives back home with his parents. Which I is about that. that one's more humility and stability, I guess, because uh, yeah. well, Jesse's life is kind of not necessarily at this point, but it's in shambles, and so like his family is well off; they're all stable and stuff like that. Yeah, and now the next color, which is purple. Your yep, it is purple worn yeah, by yeah, Mary the, Schrader. The enough. Yeah, <laughs> there is a another character that I want to say, but he is not in this season. William oh, Afton, he's in season three. He is in what? Huh? What'd William, William Afton, he's no. in season three. No, it it, it, it was Huel Huel Babin. Babin. Yeah. Okay. We, have we have to wait for Huel. We have to wait for Huel. Yeah, Sorry, we, have I got to, so we have to wait to I talk about Huel. I got so excited Huel. from Huel, bro. Exactly. Or Huel, Huel, I'm just saying he deserves like 20 spinoffs. Real. So. He solos. Yep. So, he luxury, solo royalty, protection, safety, uh, people that are not involved in the meth trade, and uh, most importantly, self-deception. Yeah, but are involved in shoplifting. Not the drug trade, but shoplifting. The worst crime. Yes. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, agree, but. <laughs> but. Uh, I think it's really cool. It's. Okay, so I want to say this, but I. It's going to go into like, what, what about the later on things of the show? But. Yeah. Marie. Wears purple almost exclusively throughout the entire show, which, Except like, with the exceptions for, for her white hospital lab coat, 
and occasionally yellow or black. Yeah, and I think that's later towards the end of yes, season exactly. five. Yes, exactly. Those are later toward the end uh, of season five that she starts wearing yellow and black and stuff. Yeah. So, um, I know I said that it like the symbolism is royalty, but especially I feel like it really brings in well into it. Vince Gilligan, the uh, man who made the show, in an interview with Vulture said, well, Marie would say purple is the color of royalty, meaning it isn't ro- the color of royalty. You know what I'm yes. saying? So it's more so the self-deception that Marie yes. likes to think of herself as, um, you know, likes to think of herself as royalty yeah, in a way she, like, better than people. The high heels exactly, yes. She and, thinks she's, yeah. on a, she's on her high horse a lot. I don't and, know if she thinks she's better than people necessarily, but she definitely thinks highly of herself yes. very much. So. Marie was annoying on that. I, so, like I like no. I also thought it was cool how most of her, her, Marie's house was purple as well. Like they had the purple she napkin, loves purple. purple. Yeah, exactly. I love lean. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love her. Purple is so in the show. Like it's just her color. I love that. I love that for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now to the next color, orange. Oh. Jesus fuck, why'd you have to say it like that? <laughs> Orange. 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 The Orange. color of a fruit. Orange. <laughs> Which one first? The fruit okay, or the color? So it's worn by Sorry. Hank Schrader, Badger, Saul Goodman, Jesse Pinkman, Too early. Walter White Jr., and Gus Spring. I was kind of just saying all of the characters that it's represented by. We'll talk more about in-depth with them as we get to them. So... What does orange represent, good sir? Orange represents humor, action, fire, and violence. That's very fitting for all the characters that it you mentioned. Is. Very fitting indeed. It is very much so. Now, while there is not very Ooh. much um, kind of, you know, there's not very much huge yeah. examples of orange in season one. I do want to point out that for most, if not all of season one, well, really all of the show, really, um, Hank Schrader wears a ton of orange. Like it's like he has kind of like three main colors and orange is one of them. Yes. Orange represents racism. Really? No, it does. That's true. Because he's very. It, no, because no, season. it's because of. He's he's a man of action, which means like he's always oh. in action, like in other things uh, in the show that happen later. Um, the humor, like how he he's constantly like the funny guy, you know what I'm saying? Like the comic yeah. relief. How is works. orange action? Yeah, I, again, it's like you're kind of asking the same. I don't, I really don't Isn't know. orange also used to represent cowardice, though? No. Doesn't it no. represent no. the annoying orange? I would like to officially I'm gonna state. I'm going to be the asshole. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to. I will. I will officially uh, state from now on that I, uh, Spider I Goomba has been fired from. You can't fire me. I quit. I quit. I okay. So we are approaching. Are you done with? Are, you, are there still more colors? Uh, there is. How about if their colors were like mainly revolving around characters in later seasons? We, we talk about them. the colors then, right? Yeah. That's or okay. we could just talk about them when we talk about each character because we're gonna do that, right? So, uh, <laughs> so the next color 
More colors. Pink. <laughs> Pink. It's worn by uh, Holly, Walter, and Skylar. There is other characters, but pink. they're later. Yes. In later episodes. Slay. So the <laughs> only true uh, instance of pink in season one, besides the obvious <laughs> pink, Jesse Pinkman, because the symbolism in pink is naive, youth, and tragedy. Yes. Pinkman is Jesse's last <gasps> name, Pink- which oh shows God. how naive yeah. and young he is. Um, and the only true um example in season one of Pink is in the final episode where Skylar White wears a bright pink dress at her baby shower. Which is again like um youth, Holly. Holly is seen wearing n- almost nothing but pink because of course she is a baby wow <laughs> it's crazy oh, I, thought I, you're, I thought you're still talking about skylar when you said that i'm sorry no uh <laughs> nope i was talking about holly next color everybody loves colors don't they so <laughs> i do love that this is something that'll be very important when i'm in film school probably they'll talk colors a lot i bet so uh, Red is worn black by... and white. This is why black and white's better. No colors. <laughs> Anyways, red is worn by murderers Walter White, Jesse Pinkman, and Hank Schrader. The red symbolizes blood, Rage. murder, That's aggression, true. violence, experience, and criminality. Close enough. Yes, Hank is a criminal. Mm-hmm. So. Jesse wears a red jacket and hat when he disposes of Emilio's body in his bathtub using hydrochloric acid. Yeah. Uh, Hank Schrader wears a red shirt when he visits Walter White about finding a gas mask that belongs to the high school chemistry lab that Walter is at. Jesse mm-hmm. wears red when, ta- when talking to his brother and offering advice. During the same episode, Walt causes Ken's red car to catch fire. Yes. Jesse Pinkman wears a red t-shirt and cap when he first goes to see Tuco, who beats him up severely, sending Jesse to the hospital. I do. He goes to the hospital a lot in the show. He does go to the hospital. Oh, God, I actually knocked out during that scene? Mm-hmm. Not me, though. I wouldn't. I'm For real. Different. For real. Tuco uh, would fucking kill you, dog. <laughs> nah. Yeah, that is I'd all of grandma, the things know. in season one. And yeah. what? How many? We got. Uh, we only have. We, we don't have that many colors. We only have four colors left, and two of them are really small. Like puny small colors. Yeah, so. Uh, black. It is worn by Walter White, Hank yes. Schrader, Jesse Pinkman, and Marie. There are other characters, but I will talk about them later. Black is usually like. Like a, a widow so, is what I think of as black. Yes, yeah, so the black symbolism is death, darkness, evil, power, secrecy, and deception. So the examples, Swartz is the last name of Elliot and Gretchen, Walter White's former business partners. Swartz is German for black. The Mormons no that leave Jesse well, a pamphlet at his front door while he's hallucinating are wearing black. 
pants. I really do not think that that is. I th- I'm reading off the wiki. I'm <laughs> reading off the Mormons. wiki. I think that's yeah, just what I Mormons think, wear. Yeah, <laughs> I was just reading off the wiki, and I read that, and I was also kind of like, hold up, wait, what? That's so weird. Anyways, so uh, the only like another really big one, and this is the last one for season one, is Walter White wears a black jacket and pants with a gray T-shirt when he visits Tuco and blows up his um kind of i guess room office deal he had going on there whatever he had going there yeah exactly but yeah <laughs> that was def- that I was a really him. good scene though uh which scene in particular what do you mean whenever uh heisenberg visits tuco and blows up the office this is not is not math I think what we're talking about now is more up uh, Jaden's alley. Uh, talk about the cool explosion, right, Jaden? Am I? Oh yeah, so I'm like a little spot? baby. Oh, I'm a little baby. <laughs> you see, he sees that things. That only cares when like, cool things happen. Huh? Yeah, he little like, jingling keys in front of my face. Yeah, I hate yeah, you. The I hate you. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm out of here. I'm <laughs> like Ollie. Oh man. Anyway, so <laughs> the next color is gray. Gray. Gray is worn by Jesse Pinkman, Hank Schrader, Skinny Pete, and a few other characters. That's kind of like civilian, I think, right? Or like good symbolism guy, like it's... is depression, oh, illness, guilt, well. mourning, revenge, and regret. Turn it, we gotta turn this into a game. He says the color, and then you gotta be like, what yeah, do you, you gotta guess, and then yeah. yeah, and then he says, oh, depression. That's gray. <laughs> yeah. So Gray Matter was the name of the company formed by Walter White and Elliot Gretchen Swartz as they ah. as a play on their last names, but it does mean that like um especially guilt and regret and revenge. Those three specifically are really big for Walter who regrets yeah. his um decision on leaving. He's he feels guilty about leaving as well because he he couldn't he he's not making any money. Uh, he wants revenge on the people that have that he views cut him out of their life. Yeah, even though they try and give him money. Uh, there's def- only oh, I definitely saw the the gray as kind of like a direct uh, reference to Walter White's last name. Like mm-hmm. it's a it's a like I think maybe like how he sees them or whatever because he's white. They're gray. Not in that way. Yeah. But like, you know, you know, kinda like they're the a darker one or a less I Yeah, guess, he sees he sees himself as better than them in a way. Yeah. He's whiter, which is brighter, and they're gray, which I see as like kind of just a dimmer, like more boring just, white. Yes. Gray is not a color of a skin, Jaden. Anyways. Uh, the final thing about gray in season one is Jesse wears gray when confronted by his parents over a joint that was found in the house. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's kind of guilt. I really don't understand that one all too much. I guess the guilt <laughs> you get that. I'll, I'm being honest here. I really don't get that. Anyways, next, next color, guys. There's only two colors left, guys. There's only two. Oh, my God. In the entire rainbow? White. That's his name. But but even though his name is Walter White, it actually, the symbolism is kind of funny. Yeah. Innocence and light. Which is kind of how he starts off. 
Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So the examples of this are Walter. Wait, not Walter. Yeah, yeah. Walter White's last name is White, and White is the last name of Walter White and his family. Uh, Marie wears a lab coat for her job as a radiologist. And those two are, like, really kind of the huge ones in season one. There's a lot more kind of stuff about it later on in the like in the show that kind of uh, brings up to it, but not here. And finally, yeah. the last color, the moment you've all been waiting for. We're about to be done with colors. But I have the spiel real quick. So, beige. Beige? The symbolism is... Beige. The symbolism is not quite innocent, a bit of dirty, rich, neutral, or not a threat. So beige is the more civilian color than gray is. Yeah. So examples is the party. So as I talked about earlier, where Walter and um, Walter and Skyler wear all blue to mimic power because they see rich people as powerful people everybody in the party everybody besides those two are wearing beige because they're civilian because they are not a threat neutral but that is the actual symbol of rich it's like the outside world looking in i guess you know what i'm saying yeah and i thought that was so cool they even talk about it in the episode where Walter really? notices that everybody's wearing beige and he says, I guess no I guess we didn't get the memo about uh, how everybody was I guess it was like a color thing. I, I thought that I thought it was kind of cool. Um there is also one more thing, but well, Skylar White is wearing a long pale beige sweater when she is almost arrested for the theft of the tiara that Marie gave her for her baby shower. Yeah. So it's it. She's not quite innocent, but she is still innocent because you know. I mean, she didn't Marie. Steal the yeah, tiara. she did not steal it, which is which also the not a threat or a neutral could uh, bleed into that a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. is this is not necessarily a specific color, but this is something I really quickly want to talk about in the color thing. So like, this is this is the last thing on colors, multicolor combinations. The symbolism in those yeah, yeah, yeah. are conflicted emotions, mixed feelings, confusion, and it has multiple meanings. <laughs> like, there are really kind of just three that uh, that are shown right here. Walter White Jr. often wears striped shirts that are multiple colors because he is, almost throughout the whole show, really confused because he is left in the dark about so much about what is actually happening. which. I definitely want to talk about later whenever uh, Walter and Skylar kind of butt heads a little bit. But that definitely does show a lot more in later seasons. Hank wears a red shirt with black pants and... Oh, wait, nope. Red shirt, black jacket, and black pants when he visits Walter, who is wearing beige in his chemistry room about the gas mask. So, um, he's confused as to why there's, like, that one's kind of simple, really. It's like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. why is this here? Why is it there? Uh, and then, finally, 
when Tuco first tries the blue sky as what it's officially, I guess, referred to as, he says to Walter and Jesse, blue, yellow, pink, whatever, man, just keep bringing me that. So it's, yeah, it's like, it's mixed feelings. Like, it's like, oh man, that's, that's amazing. It doesn't matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that is. Tight, 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 tight. That is yeah. a line that he says, right? Yes. That's is crazy. It, this gig's harder than a like a donkey's balls wrapped in duct tape or something. Yeah, I don't remember don- the line. Yeah. This hits harder than a donkey with its balls that, wrapped in you duct know, tape. That's fine. That line wasn't in the script. Oh, Say what? Really? I don't know if it was or no, it's not. I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, Get weird him out fact. Of here. He's spitting <laughs> false information. I won't Get lie. Him out of here. Okay, I lied. <laughs> Let me be yeah. clear. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Mm-hmm. I'm literally Obama. Yeah. Uh, there no? is some. <laughs> what was that? There is more that, like, um, I guess there is some, like, some more things. I guess we could talk about in the way of color. Mm-hmm. Where how this like, is the color episode. Yeah, this is the co- no. I'm playing. So how, we're talking how about color. Shoot, it's taking up a lot of our time, though. Sheesh. Yeah, we've been talking about color for forty minutes, baby. It's crazy. Maybe so, Jaden can stop interrupting. Come on, Jaden. So uh, yeah, he's spoken a paragraph, dog. <laughs> there's only one thing I really want to talk about really quickly. Is there's no color, like no color at all. Like symbolism, yeah. and that is nakedness, transparency transparency and having nothing to hide like in the opening scene of the pilot where walter white is naked except for a pair of white underwear and a gas mask mm-hmm. yeah and like uh where he has like especially the having nothing to hide whenever he pulls the rv over to the side of the road and records a confession to his family on a video camera because he thinks he's about to be arrested or killed that's the funny line mm-hmm but that's the end of that's, color. That's all of the color, guys. It's definitely something. It's definitely color. an extensive, like. I do want to say though. Mm-hmm. I do want to say like you had the whole color mix up, and I think that's definitely something you can get into when talking about like Saul Goodman because he is yes, a lot of is, colors yes, mixed together, a right? A lot of colors, like a lot of bright colors too mixed together. Yeah, which I think it's just because you know he has a drip, you know, or the, whatever the kids call it these days, you know. You are a kid nowadays. You know whatever. No, he, he he wears those colors not for like any symbolism. He just has good style, to be honest. He just has yeah. He's just sweet style, bro. Come on now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, whole your whole argument is defunct because style. It should look good. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, so. Um, really quickly, I just want to talk about the scene of, uh, Crazy Eight's death. Cause that was- That's in season two. No, it's not. Oh, see, the, oh, when, oh, I, I thought you were talking um, about Tuco. Yes, Crazy Eight. Yeah, Crazy Eight, whenever he dies. Crazy <laughs> Eight's in Better Call Saul. Fun fact of the day. Shit. I think my favorite part was whenever Walter was talking about her climbing out of his ass. That was, that was a great scene. Is is wait so is the crazy eight scene your favorite? 
I it's definitely of one of season. the better scene. Like it's one of the best scenes in the show. Like in the in that first yeah. season, it's really good. So, uh, like what happens is I thought it was so cool. So yeah, yeah. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a sec. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, Give me like I, one second. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Yes. Okay. Tell me. Okay. Hold up. Okay. Yeah. Go. On. Okay, so uh, especially whenever Walter and Jesse argue about uh, like who's going to kill Crazy Eight, they they um they flip a coin. Yeah, and I thought it was like a really funny thing. Uh, they flip, and Walter has to do it, and Walter's still begging, and Jesse goes, "Ah, the coin flip is sacred." Your job is waiting for you in the basement. And then uh, he goes. Well, Walter is still kind of, I guess, trying to keep his innocence because he doesn't want to kill anyone at all. But he knows that he has to eventually. But he sits down and he talks to Crazy Eight, like giving him, he gave him a sandwich. And even though he knew, I thought it was so cool that he cut off the crusts of the of the sandwich because that's how he liked them mm-hmm. and even because yeah. th- even though he's a prisoner i guess in a way walter still had a heart and he was and he didn't want to i guess make him feel like he was like hurting him i guess yeah so um he they have a heart to heart and walt leaves crazy eight Assured, I guess, that Walt will, like, kind of self-assured that Walt will spare him. But, uh, he, during that scene of the heart-to-heart, the plate that he used to, uh, hold the sandwich, it breaks. And Walter picks up all the pieces and goes into the kitchen. And that is where he notices something a little off. He takes out the plate and puts all the pieces together and notices that there is one very sharp piece missing. He's tried his hardest to assure Crazy Eight that he won't hurt him. He just he doesn't want anyone to know about it. He just he doesn't want to kill him. He, it's just something he doesn't he isn't ready for. Mm-hmm. So he tries so hard after all he's done for him, even though you know I mean he did kidnap him and he did almost kill him. He Walt personally feels that he was like severely wronged in this. Like he he feels like crazy eights in the wrong. So he checks the the trash one last time. He sees that the piece is just missing. He knows that crazy eight is conning him, but he he still doesn't know if he's ready. But he goes down anyways, and he talks. They talk for a second, and. With in mind that he knows that he's going to do it, he still tries to go through with it. Try to, I guess, persuade him otherwise to not kill him. But whenever he goes behind Crazy 8 with the key and Crazy 8 is like talking about, oh man, uh, talking about all this stuff, like, oh man, he can't wait to get out and all that stuff. It was so cool whenever Walter just like kind of how everything come up old he goes yeah you can't wait to let me uh, undo you so you can stick that piece of plate in me 
Well, then Crazy Eight knows he's been had, instantly starts like stabbing, 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 going yeah. for him. And Walter is really the man in control. He strangles him to death. And even, even though he has killed a man, he still tries to redeem himself in a way by repeatedly telling him, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He, repeat, he repeatedly, repeatedly apologizes because I guess in a way he thinks that it will, like, I guess, help him go to sleep at night. Yes, yeah, exactly. And he does truly feel sorry. Yes, or, yeah, exactly, him. yes. But it was it was such a good scene because yeah, of that, everything that happened in it. That episode and those the, just every scene with Crazy Eight in that episode is so good. I specifically I my one probably my favorite scene of the season is also with Crazy Eight, but it's when and it may be the same scene actually, but when he's talking about his like dad. Yeah. And like how Walter White recognizes like his dad's store. Yeah. Uh, so good. And you know, really you know, just shows Walter's like humanized like he human the person like is humanized the person that he's about to kill and i think it's just that's just a really good job and it definitely it's, like even though he was kind of set up as like a villain in the first episode yeah you definitely feel for him especially whenever he's killed because like man <laughs> that didn't have to go that way but then again it did have to go that way you know what i'm saying yeah it's it was definitely huge and it was amazing great scene amazing. what's your favorite scene jade probably we're still on season one right yep yes all right but probably um is this is the scene where it, what, it was mainly before the whole explosion when you know this is not math you know and i was yeah. like i beat the piss are you like whatever, like that scene was really cool to me. And oh, whatever, Tuco, Tuco was yeah. bragging about what he did. Yeah. I do, I do. And love Tuco that. was beating up his guys. Like, yeah, man, look at that, look. Yeah, I I do love like how that kind of establishes for the first time, like how Walter does truly care for Jesse. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know he he can't let Jesse take that kind of disrespect. You know, he, he beat up like right. Isn't that what happened to go or someone beat up Jesse? Yeah, Tuco beat up Jesse and put him in a coma. Yeah, and Walter kind of gets revenge and, you know, sets things straight. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I love that scene. Really, really good. Is that all we have to say? <laughs> are we not going to talk about the characters individually? Is that what we're going to do? Sure, let's do that. Like in the season? I'm kidding. Uh, I'm sorry, it was a joke. What order do we want to go? Do we start to start with Walter Jesse, or do you want to start with just, like, the season one characters? Like, uh... Uh, we'll uh, just do the season crazy eight characters. so like yeah to go mm -hmm. yeah so i guess we kind of already said everything about crazy eight mm. um it's very interesting yeah man look at that look it's very interesting because crazy eight is in better call saul and mm -hmm. you see more of his character but just from breaking bad i think they do do, do a really good job of like establishing his character <laughs> like for how small he is <laughs> he said dude they do do that though, dude. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, here we go. The let's start with the main characters. What main characters. We think of Walter White. In season in one, season he's kind one, of, Walter. He's not really the imposing threat that he is in the later seasons, right? Yeah. He's very much like a timid chemistry teacher. 
who just has a side hustle, basically, right? I mean, but yeah. then again, by the time of Tuco kind of showing up, is whatever that all changes. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of see, and that's when he like first puts on the hat, right? Isn't it near yes. the end of season one? Yeah, it's very because like at, you, in season one, you kind of see the. Uh, I don't think in, I think it's season two where you have the episode where like Jesse and Walter is like stuck in the RV. Is that season two or one where like they're like they don't have gas and they're just stuck in it's the RV in the two, desert? I'm pretty sure. Or season three, maybe. That is a. So we don't have that in season one, but you already get like a really good taste of like Walter and Jesse's relationship and how they both don't stand each other really, but also like Jesse does care about Walter dying and he does want to make sure that his family gets money. Like he understands. Yeah. And Walt too cares for Jesse. Uh, but at the same time, they also, also, you know, obviously hate each other. Yeah. In many ways. Mm-hmm. What do we think about season one, Skylar White? Uh, is she starts smoking in that season? No. She's pretty inoffensive, right? Like throughout season one. Yeah, she really doesn't do all too much. Cause she I doesn't really found her annoying, to be honest. I didn't find her out through the entire show, but especially when people most found her annoying was not season one. Because mm-hmm. they were all misogynists. Potentially. That's another road to get down. That's a whole <laughs> hour-long video by like this one guy. I forgot his name. Uh, yeah, Skylar's kind of just serves like a role in the story at this point. You kind yeah. of do see her character with like Maria. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of her character, but uh, at the point she's just kind of the wife in season one. She's yes. the wife at home. Yeah. Uh, same with like Walter Jr. Yeah, definitely. We what don't do get we to think uh, about. Season one, Jesse Bingman. Uh, really good, I'd have to say. It was yeah. really good, yeah. He's definitely not the, uh, I think, from what I remember, he's not as much of like a sympathetic figure as he is in later seasons. No, no. No, he's, he's just more like run the mill, I think. Yeah, he's kind of even comic relief at times. Yes, definitely. Uh, but he is very memeable off the get-go with the whole like science bitch. Yeah. Yes, science. Mm-hmm. And I think you do. You see Badger in the season, right? Badger, and you yeah. kind of, you do see his past and his like relationships, but you don't truly you don't, get into. Yeah. And you see his family. You do see his family. Yeah. Um, but, but you don't truly you know, get into his past till later. Jane, Jane. When Jane is introduced in season two, is when Jesse really starts to like open up, change, and kind yeah. of be tortured in a way by the show. Oh yeah. Starts to torture. Yep. What do we think about, I mean, really, Hank Schrader, season one? It's, it's super interesting. Racism. Racist, yeah. <laughs> I, so, uh, I really do yeah. enjoy Hank Schrader because, especially mm-hmm. throughout the show, he's a hero in a villain's world. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where, in like a world where we are rooting for the villain, he's, he would, like in a normal show... Hank would be the guy we'd be rooting for. Yeah. Because he's trying to catch the bad guy who is right underneath his nose. Like, I, I, believe, I... I believe if the story was told from, I guess, even a slightly different perspective, we would definitely not be rooting for Walter White as much as we do. I would have to say, I kind of disagree, because I think in season one, in the later season, like, after he kills Tuco and is paralyzed, 
But we're just talking about season one. In season one, he's kind of more. I think I don't know. Yeah, he he's does more. Feel he's, like he's, he's I know, for. I know, I know. But like, I, I'm like, saying more so later in the show, though. He definitely does. Yeah, but in season one, it's so interesting how he is in season one. And the actor even said that like during like season two or three, he he asked like Vince Gilligan if he wants him to re-audition because the character changes so much. Because in season one, he's very much just a comic relief. He's just an yes. He's kind of just yeah. Who like you know makes fun of Walt and. uh you know, is it his yeah, he's kind of still like, yeah, like the, yeah, the jerk kind of masculine character. You know, racist, uh, racist, like Jaden said. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't see a lot. He's kind of just a dick. He's yeah. like the uncle that people know. Uh, in season one, the one racist uncle at family get together. Yeah, see, he is literally. That's kind of his role, right? He's the yeah. yeah. The... Uh, what about Marie Schrader? Marie, uh, we kind of talked about her when we talked about purple. Yes, she likes purple, and that's good for her. She does like purple and stealing, and stealing, and stealing. You know, which is pretty awesome. What? Have you seen? That does bring me up. Have you seen the uh, the mini episodes that they did for Breaking Bad? What do you mean? I think it's technically around season two, but there's a mini episode where they had like this thing of Maria and Hank and they were trying to do like a role play thing where like Hank was like handcuffed to the bed and she was and Maria was like in a cop outfit. And uh, I think I think Hank ruins it because like he says like another girl's name or like something happens. I forget. But I think that's a really funny episode. And you similarly, there's also an episode where it's their wedding. It's Hank and Marie's wedding. Yeah, I know that one. It's Hank talking to Walter about. Uh, what was it like that happened? He like had he was super nervous, or like I think he 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 slept with like the girl at the bachelor party, or something like that happened. Uh, classic, Hank classic Schrader move. Hank Schrader. But I think it is uh, those mini episodes do I think add a little bit. Oh Hank, Hank. oh Hank. You know, the, of course, in later seasons you see they do truly care for each other a lot. Yeah. I did not know that there were these minisodes. I seriously did not. Yeah, you also see, uh, like Jesse was in a, a Jesse was in a band with Badger, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, that one of their music videos on YouTube. Yeah, big fan. Yeah, didn't even know about the mini episodes. Yeah, 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 come on now. And I didn't. Big fan. That's crazy. Big fan. On God, bro. That's crazy. I didn't know this. You do your research next time, like. I would like to say that I am now the only member of the Fresh Eye podcast. Um, <laughs> Matthew and Jaden have unfortunately been let go. I uh, quit. You we can fire me. Putting, I quit. Putting out an official statement. Uh, we wish Firing them good luck on their future people. endeavors. Peyton is back. Cecil is back. I mean, I'm sorry. I did that up. I did that up. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Salt is back. He's going to talk about Breaking Bad despite never having seen the show. Uh, we're leaving. I thought he was on season two. Is he? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Hayden. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it was Peyton. No. Hayden Groves. Bro, no, not Groves. Edit it out. Edit it out. Cut I it said up. his last Cut name it. wrong. Cut it out. Stop the recording. I said his last name wrong. So, I just want to say real yeah, quick. Great, great topic, guys. <laughs> I just want to say season one, right? People shit on season one a lot for this show. Yeah. Because hey, the are other you going to say the thing? Are so good. I'm. I was going to get to it. 
<laughs> but people crap on the season one because it's not as cool. And some would even say the show gets really good when Tuco's introduced. But I'd say from the get-go, it's super entertaining and super interesting. And I think it's really good to have the mindset of and really enjoy it as like a sitcom. It's a comedy. Season one. I would like to say that playing content has been let (laughs) go from the vote. No, but seriously, like that's how it feels like. You even start with the whole bacon bit. Like you could add a laugh track to season one and it would fit. Like it would genuinely fit. It like it's very comedic. Season one is a straight up dark black comedy. A lot of Breaking Bad is a black comedy. Man, it should have stayed like that forever. I mean, it is still. There's lots of black. Com- yeah, when the, when the, when the guy kills the child, you know, to have the laugh track. <laughs> but like genuinely, season one, like if you put a laugh track in it, it would genuinely work because I think it does. It feels like a sitcom. It feels like a dark comedy, where like, what if the guys from Malcolm in the Middle became a drug dealer? Or yeah. hear me out. Hear me out. That same logic with the um laugh track. It just reminded me that I know it's a completely different show, but it reminded <laughs> me Sopranos. of Better Call Saul. Oh. Remind me of Better Call Saul. Yeah. It's like, oh yes, Chandler, put it in me. Say <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Put it all out, Chandler. Oh, the toilet. Yeah, the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that could have had a laugh track. That would have been funny. So. I mean, the scene already was like... really funny. <laughs> Chandler, put it in me. But like season one, and even to an extent, season two is a black. It's a black comedy. Yeah. With serious moments, but I genuinely do believe it's a black comedy. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black comedy. Okay, wait. Are we gonna do? Uh, so I gotta get go go off topic. Are we gonna do better? Call Saul after Breaking Bad. Is that the plan? Right, Cameron. Are we gonna? No. No? What is yeah. with you and not wanting to watch a better call Saul? That's a topic for episode five. Mm, no. You're a bitch. Own that fraud. That's funny you, Cameron. Nah, yeah. I hate to break <laughs> it to you, big dog. He's talking about you the whole time. It's just reverting back to our PlayStation parties. <laughs> Yeah, this is just going back to a normal episode of Breaking Bad. This is the this is just like Not an Breaking episode of Breaking Bad, Bad dog. An like you can watch this. Hype. Mr. White. <laughs> Mr. White. Okay, I know this is kind of like a spoiler, and I should probably wait until like the last season, the kind of episode. If but it's about Better Call Saul. Stop talking. It's not about Better Call Saul. It's about um, Walter. And then secretly, it was all a dream. Oh, that like by it, it, by the guy from dream. Malcolm in the Middle or oh. whatever. No, it's oh no, yeah, clip? I did see. I've seen that clip. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I sent it to you guys on TikTok. I would love to talk about some theories because, like, do you know about the theory about like Jesse Pinkman? It's all a dream. Like he's yeah, he's just sleeping in, in class. Classroom, and or there's also like the Walter died and he's in like a coma. Uh, the oh, I thought this was a really cool theory. There's a theory. That Walter's meth started the zombie outbreak in The Walking Dead. Yeah, I think they're very dumb. I I (laughs) I think all of them are really stupid. Guys, in the last episode of Better Call Saul, Saul's going to get arrested by Rick Grimes. Finally, (laughs) the universe. Well, actually, I do have. When does if we're gonna talk about this? When does Walking Dead uh, take place? When did that start? What year? Let me Google that real quick. 
Okay, you well, <laughs> Because, uh... Um... Yeah? That didn't help. Did it not? Um, the first episode date was back in 2010. So, I, I do know that Breaking Bad all takes place between 2008 and 2010, right? It's just two years that take place. It's 2008, 2009, and season one through five, and then the last two episodes is 2010, right? Yeah. Right? Cameron? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So, and then El Camino only takes place um, like a couple months after maybe, or just a month, a week, or whatever. And then Better Call Saul, it's been confirmed that the, the whole Flash Forwards and Cinnabon also takes place in 2010. So, that does mean that Walking Dead could happen right after Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Crazy. There you go. Theory confirmed. Myth, myth confirmed. What is myth confirmed? Myth confirmed. Busted. No. But no, it wasn't busted. No, it was, no, it was not bust. busted. Yes. Myth busted. No, Shut no up. busted. Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Nutbusters. Anyways, um... Bus nuts. Jesse. Walter. Let's see big boy Walter. I'm, I'm surprised we never devolved into that. Probably because, Mike... It is interesting how many of the famous characters of Breaking Bad aren't in this season. Oh, yeah. I mean... There's no Gus, no Mike, no Saul. There is a Walter and a Jesse. There is a Walter and a Jesse. Yeah, and a but Hank. they're like they're 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 not that big in the show. Minor what characters. are you talking about? <laughs> they're background characters. Come on, man. If you watch Better Call Saul first, it does really feel like you know, hey, we're taking a, a deviation for two seasons until we get back to who you really care about, Saul and Mike. Come on now. Yeah, come on. The real main characters of the show. No. Yeah. No. Walter, why in the back rooms? That's canon. All right, guys, I would like to go ahead and announce our newest, our, our, our new series after this. After we are done with uh, Breaking Bad, we will talk about The Boys. I thought you were going to say The Back Rooms. Nope, we're going to talk, talk about, about The, the Boys. We're going to talk about The Boys. Nice. Not The Boys. We're going to talk about The Boys. What do you mean by that? You just said that. You just we're not going to talk boys. about the Backstreet Boys. We're, we're going to talk about the boys. We're not <laughs> oh going to talk God. about the Backrooms. Uh, we're going to talk about the Backstreet Boys. Oh, uh, ooh, uh, uh. Anyways. Alright, that's the end of the episode, guys. I'll <laughs> uh, see you all Isn't later. Is, are there's we nothing done? else to really. There's nothing else to really talk about. Season one. It's a very short season. Yeah, definitely. It there's kind of just introduces everything. Yes. Um. Yeah. All right then. All Overall, right. I'd satisfied? give it. I'd give it a three out of ten. Say what? <sighs> Podcast out. <laughs> I give it a three out of ten. Leaves the call. Blocks <laughs> <laughs> away. Moves away. <laughs> Moves to Albuquerque, though. Starts his own meth empire business. Yo, they made Jesse. No, we're too late to talk about that. What? The Wall and Jesse statue is in Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. There's also a store in Albuquerque that sells uh, blue rock candy. 
as like crystal meth, kind of like it's it's meant to look like Cameron? that, but it's candy. Cameron, yeah. you're not supposed to sniff it up your nose. Didn't you say you were gonna like dress up as somebody from Breaking Bad, or did one of us say that for Halloween? Oh no, okay. So Matthew's original plan was he was gonna dress up like Jesse Pinkman, but instead of like look like him, he was just gonna take a printed picture of Jesse Pinkman and put it over his face. Okay, yeah. so what I think you should do, since it's going to be, like, senior year, you should totally just bring a Ziploc bag full of, like, the rock candy to school. <laughs> and get I think arrested. that would be... <laughs> no, because it's just rock candy. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea, Jaden. Nothing could go wrong. Yeah, nothing could oh. go wrong. Would anything really go wrong? But no, yeah, so, uh, no. Instead I'll dress up as Paul Goodman and yeah, uh, it's bad news. We're actually, yeah, we're no longer going to talk about Breaking Bad. We're going to talk about The Boys, uh, a clearly a superior show. Going to, I'm coming yeah. to your house. <laughs> what do you mean by? Please just send the episode. Oh yeah, okay. So are, are we done though? Are we done though? Like hundred percent. Are we suppose. done? Nothing I else give, to talk about. I give Breaking Bad season one a it's really good. seven out of ten. Can't wait, to make an, uh, can't wait to make a cool remix of clips from season one on TikTok and po- post it. Shut up. You know, with, Damn, with, with, why with is Maven Homelander fighting? I'm getting this on YouTube right now. Shut up. You know, they're fighting in like an office and the thumbnail had Queen Maeve like getting her eye gouged in. It's pretty, it was pretty gross. That does happen in the show. Spoilers for the boy. <laughs> oh, so season three finale? Whoops. Anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Oopsie Daisy. This has been the Fresh Eye Podcast. I've been your host, Scars you. of War, joined by Plain Content and Spider Goomba. Wishing you a very nice day. Mwah. I don't know about all that. Mwah. Have a good day.